Hello, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds. We are playing Beam Saber, as we have been for the last few weeks. Uh, I'm Saturn, your GM. They, them pronouns. You can find me at the Future Rules on Twitter and Tumblr.com. Joining me today, once again, into the breach, uh, in increasingly desperate and explosive situations, are our four <laughs> players for Beam Saber. We are going to start this time with Levi. Hello, I am Levi. Pronouns are they, them. I am playing uh, Gabrielle Asmodeus, who is she, her. Uh, sorry, she is the Envoy playbook, and call sign is Stiletto. Next up, we are introducing, for the 220th time, pro- approximately. Oh. <laughs> hey! I'm Owen, pronouns are he, him. I'm the founder and director and editor of Big Gay Nerds. I play Pfeffer Boss Humboldt, whose pronouns are also he, him, and he's the officer. Next up, it's our multi-podcast extraordinaire. It's Sarah. I'm loving these (laughs) intros today. Uh, Hi, I'm Sarah, obviously, pronouns she, her, uh, I've never, I haven't done this promo in a while because Saturn mentioned it though. I do host another podcast called Big Game, or no, the other, fuck. Unfortunately for, for your uh, straight co-host, uh, it is not Big Gay Gorge, but no, we, wish it, we wish it could be. We do, we do love him. Um, oh, do you shout us out on the Gorge? That's awesome. Oh yeah. Have you guys never heard, the, have you guys never heard my, my shout out for the Big Gay Nerds on the Gorge? Oh, I have not listened in a while. I'm oh, not much God. of a podcast person. It's I'm okay. very sorry. I'm no, the Garth the, Marenghi of podcasts. I have the same. I have the same uh, promo at the end of every episode. Awesome. Uh, as I should well, say, thank you for everybody one day. Absolutely. But the point is, I have I host another podcast called The Gorge with my best friend Ben, uh, and you can find it where you get your podcasts. I also play uh, Arabella Sterling. I also stop it. Derailing <laughs> <laughs> this. Uh, I also play Arabella Sternock, the ace. Her pronouns are she, her. My pronouns are she, her. Introduce the last player. And last, <laughs> but certainly not least, it's our big favorite. Uh, I I do have to voice this joke. I wasn't going to, but I wanted. I decided at some point during this introduction, I was going to introduce you as quirked up white boy who is goaded with the sauce. Correct. Um, because, <laughs> yeah. you know... Uh, anyway, it's Fern. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Fern. My pronouns are he, him, and I am uh, playing Giuseppe Finch. And Giuseppe Finch is going through some stuff. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious that this is a pretty climactic part in the story for him. And I think it's a good time for me to let you guys know that uh, this is the end of Giuseppe's arc. Uh, mm. after at the end of the uh, uh, Saturn and I kind of worked together to uh, talk about ending uh, the arc because Snapper and I are actually stepping away from the podcast for a little while uh, well for the foreseeable future uh, for some personal reasons so I just wanted to let you guys know I'm still going to be in the Big Gay Nerds fan discord 
which you all should join. And I'm still probably going to be listening if I'm going to be completely honest, uh, <laughs> at least to this one. <laughs> still need to catch yeah. up on masks, but yeah. So uh, you can. I'm still here. I still am at Very Fern on Twitter, or Pig Julep on Twitter and Twitch. And uh, I'm going to be in the Discord as well, uh, reacting with the rest of you as the rest of the story unfolds. But this is the end of Giuseppe's story. We and today... Will, we will terribly miss you, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I just want to yeah. say thank you yeah. very much for being yeah. a part of this. Absolutely. And how, however we shake things out tonight, or this afternoon, I suppose, this evening, however things shake out on this episode that our listeners may be listening to at any tw- point of day or night, <laughs> which they shows, we are going to miss you terribly, because it's been mm-hmm. a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, uh, aside from all the uh, climactic things and chaotic things that happened in our last episode with explosions and gunshots and violence and revelations and things of that nature, <laughs> we are going to find out where it is that Giuseppe is headed and where it is everyone else is headed to, although with uh, some sense of continuity, perhaps for them more so than uh, Giuseppe. Um, and I think... I think actually in this case we don't start with Giuseppe. Mm-hmm. Um because we we know where Giuseppe's headed. Mm-hmm. Um Actually wait, no. Maybe we do start with Giuseppe. Well, whichever Does anyone works. have opinions? Yeah. Does anyone have stuff they want to get back to immediately because I have to think about actually where would I, I start if I was going to start with Giuseppe? I know mm-hmm. we definitely left off with Giuseppe and the stranger bunny girl with the blindfold uh running in the opposite direction outside out of the factory and everything and giuseppe just uh let go of the throat mic uh yeah yeah. left left it left it falling on the ground so i think that could be a good place to leave it for now if we want to continue the scene that's uh the actual mission that's happening on the mission mission but yeah 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 Yeah. all Um, right so let's cut back to one of the other three then so let's see. Is Gabrielle still out of commission for now? Um, let's say for the moment no, we sorry, can bring okay, her back yeah. in in like a, in a little bit, but I think it's safe to assume that she needs like a minute still. Okay. Um, I think honestly, if we're focusing on stuff to wrap up negotiations, exclamation point. Um, I think that. Uh. I think Red's fight is definitely the most dynamic thing that was going on when we last left off. Yeah, all right. So let's jump to Red. Um, You are uh, getting back up after having taken a a big meaty punch from a big meaty uh, launch snacked, Mm -hmm. uh, despite being a clean twice your height and I think proportionally four to five times your uh, total mass of metal uh, appropriately enough. Uh, Volk is standing from that, looking uh, fairly not not too bad, actually, except for the part where uh, the significant part of its interior piloting uh, cockpit has kind of crumpled under the pressure, which has put you in a certain amount of physical duress. Sure. However, your your boy is still in tip-top fighting shape for the most part. The boy, so. is, the boy is fine, and, uh, you know, it's easier to put me back together than it is to put my robot back together. 
So we're, we're whatever you need to tell yourself. <laughs> we have a doctor. We don't have yeah. a mech doctor yet, but we have a body doctor. Yeah, uh, we just <laughs> we just got a mech doctor. That's true. Oh, we just got a mech doctor. Now, I, I will I will remind you. The phrase meat is cheap, save the metal, is mm -hmm. in reference to the replaceability of pilots, let's say. <laughs> it's so, fine. And, and less the ease by which one might repair, you know, like ravaged organs or muscle you, tissue. You, but, are, you are putting a lot of faith in Bella's ability to think about things like oh, that. Oh, no, I am not assuming Bella is thinking about it at all. I just, hope, I just want our audience to remember. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, Bella is still squaring off with this medium-sized launch neck. Um, so I think what she's going to do is, uh, we're just gonna keep throwing down. I assume at this point I am, I am using this fight as an adequate distraction so that the others can extract because, uh, because Volk can get away from a lot of things very easily. He's a fast little boy. Um, Reasonable assumption. So... We are going to keep throwing down with this guy. And in this case, uh, I think actually what happens is that Volk is still on the ground. Like, this thing is over him. And uh, as, while, like, Bella is still reeling and this thing is, you know, pulling back from having struck Volt, uh, Volk is actually going to pull his arm up and the arm is going to, because we've established that the robot has... Uh, has is the has the ability to kind of shift its uh its plates around to reconfigure itself because it is a prototype um it's going to do exactly that and bust out the fine machine gun and light that motherfucker up from close Hell distance yeah <laughs> all right let's do it that's gonna be a battle that sounds yeah vehicular close quarters combat that's a battle i am we in our book that's a battle if um I this roll, is again dice maiden if i roll poorly here <laughs> I'm leaving forever. No, this is the part where I reveal to you the secret twist. This is also Arabella's last episode. Uh, not because anything happens, but because Sarah's going to roll bad and then just never come back on the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. uh, okay. So, let's Sarah's see. like, sorry, I'm, I'm choosing FF14 over this. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see how this goes. It's five. Hey! Uh, so Ooh, I, we got a five. I don't, I don't believe I gave uh, the stuff, so I'm just going to say that was going to continue to be a risky, uh, a risky standard. Sure. Uh, actually, no. You have fine machine gun. That's going to be risky, right? Cool. Um, so, and I think there are two consequences here, but for you, it's only one. Um, we're going to say here that as you're going for this cool ass machine gun blast, that he does get another good clip in on you, and I am going to with like with like goes in for the two on the one two punch, mm -hmm. um, and I am going to give you a level one damage okay. for him for for Volk again, and this is going to be a uh, a uh, shoulder crush, I suppose, sure. or like shoulder uh, shoulder clip. Yeah, sure. Shoulder clip. That works. I'll take that one. So your further actions with him are going to have less effect. Less effect, However, yeah. Um, you just open up into this fucking, like, center mass into this thing. And, like, the mech stops moving. Not because it's broken, but because you can see, uh, you know, certain uh, dark fluids coming out mm -hmm. of where the cockpit was, uh, let's say. Yep. Um, there is no longer a pilot in, in that machine. It stops moving. Cool. And 
with that, I think, at least for what we're going to call, like, the active danger that is threatening you, you have kind of completely neutered uh, their ability to do what it is they were going to do mm-hmm. uh, at the moment, or at least, like, you know, at the scale. Uh, so I am going to finish negotiations, exclamation mark, because you just, br- like, they had mechs, and you haven't broke them all, but you have basically prevented them from being able to pilot the other ones, because now they're between, it's between you and all these broken mechs and mm-hmm. your cool mech. And I'm also going to move three uh, down to the discard pile because that clock is no longer relevant because yeah. you have uh, neutered its ability to uh, do anything with that. Um, you do still know, I will say there are, you know, uh, it, there are still hostile agents about. Mm-hmm. You have just maybe prevented this from becoming the worst thing it could be. But yeah. it is not mm-hmm. necessarily safe yet. Hey, I'm calling gotcha. that fucking win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I'm going to do, and I'm I'm mitigating one of your your consequence points you would have taken to advance the narrative, is we cut back to the winter outside of uh, not the winter it's actually summer but it's very cold up here because it's like <laughs> Fairbanks Alaska, we cut back up to the kind of uh, dusty uh, lightly snowy uh, exterior uh, you know like plainsy areas of the of this place of the Ironbreaker Cliffs. And we see a throat mic, you know, in the grass. And once again, a black boot steps by it as it walks in the same direction that the other two were walking. And we're advancing, mis- we're advancing mystery clock uh, to four of six. Um, okay. Pfeffer, what are you up to inside the uh, factory right now while uh, Arabella is mopping up uh, the business outside? Yeah, I actually think Bella is, has gotten over the comms after she's, uh, you know, put a hole or several holes in the slaunch neck uh, and says, hey, if you are going to extract, I think now is as good a time to go as any, boss. I, I'm i certainly with you there. Uh, Stiletto, Stiletto, are you with us? Stiletto? Yep, I'm here, boss. Him? Yep. Oh, good, I... <laughs> I like the idea that she had <laughs> I like she, the idea she, that she had She like, had like the end of a roll of gauze Between her teeth cause she's like <laughs> yeah. finishing Off with her like wrapping her hand Up I like the yeah. mental image that she had stayed back in the office But like when she said that she was just behind him yeah. <laughs> She got Cass's gun It's like oh hi <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay Okay so it sounds like Golden Boy is already on his way out I think we have secured the situation as much as we can be expected to. It's time to extract and then uh, take whatever our bosses think we deserve for this. Oh boy, I don't like the sound of that, but uh, at least we got Kaz. Hopefully he'll spill the beans on what the plan here was before, you know, Red happened to it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Kaz at this point is like kind of groaning a bit coming to maybe uh but mm. still not like completely there so what are y'all okay. like doing doing you you I still think... know this place is still like 
it seems like Arabella has stuff out there covered. This place still might mm-hmm. be dangerous. There's yeah. still people with guns and you are not in your mechs. But yeah. you, know, you don't have to worry about what's going on outside, at least. Okay. So, so we do want to extract, right? We're just trying to get outside yeah. the building. So the actual logistics of extraction... Um, well, for one, like there's just walking out. And presumably we have vehicles that we arrived in. But yeah, you, I don't you, know. You, we can... I think, like we can make a thing of getting a safe extraction. The specifics aren't as important so long as you have an idea of what your end goal looks like. Yeah, um, I think... I, If possible, I think Pfeffer might attempt to extract in Kraken just because he's the one with the VIP hostage. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm picturing Kraken just sort of like pulling itself up like by the sort of like mech rungs that are on the side of this cliff just like you know reach a hand up or something like that yeah i think we i think we actually cut to a shot of kraken literally climbing the cliff face yeah very very slowly but the like for those who have like seen this they've got like they've got like I'm not sure what to call it exactly but they've kind of got mech racks Mm -hmm. up on the side of the cliff and i figure that that Kraken's probably using that. It's not a very agile mech, but if this stuff was made to keep multiple mechs suspended over the water, then it can probably make use of that. Yeah, it, it definitely, like, we get the it creaking kind of ten- tenuously, mm-hmm. but just like, yeah. well, if I fall, I fall. Kind yeah, exactly. Of thing. Just like the mech, like, well, okay. Basically, okay. Pfeffer does not have a... I do not have passenger space, though. I think... You have cargo space. Yeah, I think the rules have said that you can, like, maybe uncomfortably fit two people in your average cockpit, so he's going to go with Kaz and trust the other two to to extract on their own, if that works. Yeah, I mean, you you may or may not want to, you know, like... I would say this would be a good idea, like, if you had something that was, like, zip ties... To go ahead and mm. mark that. Yeah, that would, that would I, be my. That would, not not to guide your actions, but like you know, that no, would that's be, a good I idea. Think, unless you just wanted to be dangerous, but you know, you, um, no, you no no reason to lose things at, at the at the finish line, right? You're definitely right. Um, I don't see anything. I have to. I don't see anything like that on my thing. I. Oh, we can just call like, it. We can just call it marking a thing, though. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, yeah. just just restraints. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That works. Um, yeah, so you uh, you know secure him pretty quickly, and really all you have to do is uh, get your way from basically to the opposite side of the factory, so you can get outside and exfiltrate and try not to get shot along the way. Assuming yep. there's still anyone left to shot shoot you, which is not entirely clear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so I guess we uh, like. Fever is moving slowly. He has his gun out, um, and presumably Gabriel's there, and he is just like moving and like glaring at anyone he sees. <laughs> He's gonna just try to walk out, basically. Okay. Um, what I'll say because with the doing the, I'm going to say because I want to roll this because I want to see like, I'm I'm kind of between. I'm of two minds whether uh, it's interesting to make exfiltration complicated at this point, and the answer is I think it kind of is, but I I just mm-hmm. want to see. Um, let's go ahead and call this a command roll. Okay, and I'm sure. going to say this is a risky and not desperate because again you have uh, succeeded at negotiations, but there's still you know threats about, and we'll see if this is risky standard. Okay, 
Um, I'm just going to do that as is. Um, I'm at minus one to uh, both effect and dice. But uh, Gabrielle uh, could spend stress to help. Yeah, especially considering that you just uh, took, took a, a yeah. scar anyway. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. So you, can, <laughs> so you can assist by just also pointing a gun. Yeah, yeah pointing your a gun. assist costs uh, one uh, stress and you give one benefit. Okay. Because that's how much that's how much friendship points that you have. <laughs> um, so awesome. are you reducing risk, increasing effect, or giving extra dice? Uh, and like how are you doing that? I guess. Oh you I said you already said pointing a gun. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. reducing risk makes the most sense for what I imagine her doing. What do y'all think yeah. mechanically? That that that's fine that by good. me. So yeah, I can to, so making sure no one shoots him in the back, you know. Yeah, so it's going to be controlled. Your unless you're you said you're pushing or not. I'm not pushing though. Okay, I so would, it's, that it's would controlled. Cause me to snap, so. The effect is limited because of injuries, and Gabrielle's help makes the dice penalty even out. So okay. it would be your normal roll Wait. as a controlled. Wait, limited. the 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 help is the thing that put. Oh wait, us, no, you're right. Controlled. Yeah, you're, you're right. Never mind. So you're, it's it's the controlled limited and then minus one of whatever your okay. normal thing is. That works for me because that's still a two d six. Oh, nice. Five. Oh, good. Hey, a five. Okay. Oh. So yeah, that was that's a good move. I'm fine with taking a controlled consequence. Yeah. So what's the controlled consequence here? Um, I'm trying to think. Because uh, I think. What I want this to be is that you're able to get at least, like, you're able to make it through the factory fine. And like, I think we can avoid, like, fucking with, like, clocks too much or, like, weird complications or anything at this point. You're able to get out, basically, to where Arabella is. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have to figure out what y'all are doing collectively. Because, obviously, like, she's out here in the mech, but now you're out in the open kind of thing. Yeah. So it is a transition to a slightly more... uh complicated environment but you're able to get out there fine mm-hmm. okay and i think what um, i'm doing for for limp for the controlled consequence here is i am again advancing plot clock on okay giuseppe okay. as time okay. passes and it's not like anyone seems to be too concerned about uh where he is yep um well actually so okay so i'm approaching presumably like the raised hand of the kraken with Kaz and being like, okay, uh, Arabella, have you got room for Gabby in there? <laughs> uh, as long as she doesn't mind the mess I've made of myself in here. Yeah, sure, boss. Little wince. Like, okay, <laughs> so I've got, um, I've, I've got Kaz in the Kraken throat mic. Uh, Giuseppe, what's your exfiltration status? Silence in return. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Gabrielle, do you, do you still have the, the thing he gave you? Oh, the... Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, race, the rosary? Also? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. does the rosary do? For yeah. It my is mind. my personal item, which I will read the little thing for because it's cool. It's one of my special things that I can have. It's my personal emblem. So long as someone is thinking about this item, you know where the item is and can project your powers as if you were present. Yeah. Um, and I think wherever uh, Giuseppe is right now, if this affects the scene that is playing out, 
you realize that that there are three people currently who are thinking about your rosary. Mm hmm. Hmm. Could I perhaps project an, an emotion of, like, regret? <laughs> Is that something you want to do? Jeez. Uh, just, just, just checking. Uh, well, I mean, like, I, I can tell that they're like they have realized that I am not with them, basically, or at least I can make that conclusion. Uh, and like, just like. Either that, or I could f be like, I'm fine. Like that could be the 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 emotion of just like like keep you've, moving. You've got um, I I'd, I'd have to go, but you've got like telepathy, right? Uh, only with people I've had revealing uh revealing uh interactions, interactions with? with. Okay. Um, uh, I forget. Did we decide whether or not that included any of us? Yes, I think it includes you. And I think it okay. also includes Red. Wait. Red is actually the only person here who you Red's have only... two beliefs with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. B yeah. Yeah. I think. So if you want. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is project to Red. Like, or project in that direction, and it probably will hit Red the strongest, <laughs> it, 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 the clearest. But I'm going to project the message of. I'm fine. Keep moving. I want you to roll me a sway controlled standard. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, sway is 2d6. Oh, boy. Wait, that's not me. <gasps> I was going to say, I was like, that's not what I remember. Okay, you have yeah. a one. Sway is one. Okay. So it's going to be a controlled standard 2d6. <laughs> oh. A two. I'll Wonderful. roll with it. Let's go. Yeah, no, that's good. That's actually great. So two things happen here. Even though it's a controlled uh, consequence, there's two things that happen. The first thing is you all get this feeling that... and. And Red especially, but all of you can kind of feel this in this moment. That Giuseppe wants you to move on. To finish the fight. <laughs> to, to finish oh, the fight. Damn. To not worry about it. Mm -hmm. Red. There's a sinking feeling. One that you've had sometimes, but not frequently. But one that is hitting you very hard right now. That you might almost describe like if you didn't know any better, a knife at the back, perhaps. Oh. <laughs> it occurs to you that Giuseppe is in danger. In an extreme amount of danger. Okay. And whether or not they notice this or not, but you can feel it. Because mm. you you can tell, I think, by the feeling, by by Giuseppe's closeness to you, such as it is, that they do believe that they're fine and safe and that you should move on and that it's a good thing to do so. But you can but you can feel the knife. Hmm, okay. And the, the limited consequences that I am going to advance a clock by one step. Ah! 
<laughs> so we cut back to Giuseppe and this. I keep calling her the mystery bunny girl. I am mm-hmm. going to, uh, just for my own sanity, I am going to give her a name here uh, because the <laughs> likelihood of her coming up later is uh, significant. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is Rana. Mm-hmm. And so just so Giuseppe and Rana, you have made your way through, you know, jogging through this, uh, you know, kind of cold ass, cold ass, underdeveloped urban field kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you found actually you hadn't been seeing anything for a while, but you do actually find this like recess, right? Like down like in the ground, like kind of like a drainage ditch or like mm. a uh, something of that nature. And there is actually a small sized uh, aeroship, like not to call it a hover car, but it is basically like, you know, a mm-hmm. small flying vehicle that is parked there. And she breathes a sigh of relief. And then it stops for a moment. Uh, as she says, as she like actually just like straight up puts her hand behind you and then just like pushes you down into the pit and follows you. And the instant this happens, a shot rings out and you hear the bullet whizzing overhead that almost hit you. Holy <laughs> fuck. Holy, holy cow. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I I guess I'm gonna gonna fall good. <laughs> yeah. You, you, uh, there's no harm happening here, yeah. at least not immediately, but you both kind of like gracelessly tumble down the slope a little bit, um, and she like is just she's basically yelling go and running to the vehicle and we cut back yeah. to uh the field as a figure in in black armor carrying a uh black rifle is ejecting a giant shell from it uh <laughs> and reloading in another one and approaching this recess that you are both in Giuseppe what are you doing uh i am running for the aircraft and also being like what was that? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like yell like I, I'm I'm not really expecting any answers, but I'm still going to exclaim my questions as I run to the vehicle and I'm gonna try to get in as fast as I can. Yeah, her her response is alive, and if you would like to be as well, we need to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Giuseppe's okay. gonna gonna jump the fuck into the vehicle. Okay. Um, so as this is happening, uh, Red, are you doing anything with this knowledge that you have that uh, Giuseppe is probably in mortal danger? Yeah. Um, I think, well, first I'm looking around. She She's looking around. There's nobody else, like, coming our way from the mech yard, right? No. Every, uh, like, it, okay. like, people, pe- like, the few people you see are, like, all hiding under things. Oh, good. Because this is, this is, this place in the span of, like, approximately two minutes became a fucking war zone. Good. Uh, that was basically <laughs> my intention. Um, so I think what Red is going to do is, uh, she's gonna open the cockpit so you can actually see. Uh, how bad the the crushing damage is, uh, and says get in to Gabby, uh, and then looks at Boss and says I'm going after Giuseppe. You need to get to the Kraken, uh, and I'll meet you there because I'm going to outrun this. I'm going to outrun the Kraken. 
Gabby, oh, yeah. you notice from the cockpit damage, A, obviously, uh, until that cockpit door opened, Arabella has been pinned to that chair. Oh. Uh, you can you can see the blood on the uniform. B, you also know full well that from that cockpit damage, there is not room in that cockpit for you. Fuck. There, there might have been, but there is not anymore. Ah, oh, shit. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You can you can try you can try to climb in regardless, but this is going to be uh it might it is this is like a thing where you're like uh oh. Uh oh she the thing that actually the immediate feeling that you probably have is she should probably not be going. Because you you do notice that she is bleeding from just about uh yeah. every place where a person could be bleeding. Hey, is anyone thinking about the uh, about the rosary right now? <laughs> uh, I imagine it, I imagine at least yeah. whether or yeah. not Sarah says she is. I imagine red is at least a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, because because if I sense the like the resolve in red, I'm going to send back my own emotion, which is like no, <laughs> just like eh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, just gonna add to the to the feelings. You don't have to act on them, but they're oh, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Gabby, Gabby will be like grabbing red by the shoulders, like red, you're red, uh, dear, you're very hurt. Um, so we should, you should probably uh, stay out of that cockpit and probably move as little as possible. Do you know? Do you know where Giuseppe is? Um, is it Saturn? Is it like a generalized feeling, like a direction, like kind of a you know? I have an idea of the direction. Roll me fortune. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, because I know where the rosary is, but it isn't written that you know where I am. A four? A four. You know, and this isn't a feeling, you know that if if Giuseppe went out in this direction, mm-hmm. you would have seen them do so. So there is There's ostensibly... Really only- there's there's two directions they could have possibly gone, mm-hmm. but you're pretty you feel confident at least that you're pretty sure that they went uh that would be east, I suppose. East. You don't know where, you have mm-hmm. absolutely no sense of what, but that is what your instincts are telling you. Okay. Well, she's going to look at Gabby and uh, actually first she's going to look through her cockpit and realize that she's out of space. Uh and yeah. go, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess that complicates things." And then look at Gabby uh and say if i get out of this robot right now i am going to be utterly useless to you so instead i'm staying put and i'm going after giuseppe uh and are there any undamaged mechs did i just blow them all up uh, yes, <laughs> at, been at wa- this point, wanting... I'm just going to say there is not a single fucking undamaged, you know, undamaged Zaku here. Like, okay. they're, like they're, is there they're not any like kind all... of vehicle I can steal, like a motorcycle like, or? Well, like... here's the, thing. <laughs> the Zaku's aren't all like broken. Like, there's mm-hmm. still probably one or two you could flip on, but all these things are damaged. Ah, so she so she could still use it as transport at the very least. It would be. Uh, she's not going to be able to keep up with you. Okay. If that's uh, like no, that's a good th- point. this is Vulcan. this is the other thing. Like even if it was great, like Vulcanhund is a light mech with a fine mobility suite. Right. True. Yeah. Like you cannot. Like none of you could keep up with Vulcanhund in tip top shape. Uh. Well. Shoot. Okay. Uh, um, I think I think Bella is just gonna look at them and go find a way to keep up 
and then close the cockpit. I love her. I stand. I bet that if there is not a motorcycle there, you could probably flashback one. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I would I would I would I would let you do that for free if that's what you want to do. A motorcycle is in this instance, a motorcycle is offering very little benefit except saying I will get there uh eventually. That that sounds good. Yeah. Uh Gabrielle figured they would need a speedy exit and who knows uh how many vehicles be left standing afterwards, so she like just <laughs> There is actually a like a, a parking lot right outside yeah. the factory. Yeah, I yeah that's a good point. The idea that we saw her at some point park it there when she was doing the pre-mission investigations, and then it's just <laughs> the same one that she grabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's perfect. All right, great. Yeah, and so uh, Volk actually just uh, pivots on a heel and just takes off across the field, uh, and, and to let everybody else figure out how to get there. Yeah, yeah and Gabby will try to follow, and will radio uh, boss like it's like all right. Uh, keep me updated on Red's position and anything you can find out about Golden Boy. Okay, um, that's good. So yeah, uh, I'm climbing into the cockpit. Obviously, hmm, would w- I just realized it was sort of vague? D- would uh, Kraken would have been able to like climb? all the way up or just enough for me to get in um it could climb all the way up um you obviously are i don't like you depending what you want to do okay. you could either have it have climbed up enough to you to get in and it can get back into the water or you could have it crest the rest of the way and like you know kind of shimmy under this like railing and be on land yeah i think um so I think that I've got no delusions about being able to catch up with the others. Um, and yeah, I think he's just going to like get Kaz in, get in, and then like more or less just drop back into the water. And then I do not know if I'll be able to follow by water, but um, I am going to, let's see here. Oh yes, I am going to, I'm, uh, I'm I'm gonna scan with I'm I'm bringing up like the the sensors and all that and seeing if I can figure out of like see if I can say triangulate like the location of the of the of you know the throat mic and see if there are any other like vehicles in the area something like that. Yeah, sure. Give me a. This is going to be a standard effect. I am going to say this is going to also be a. Let's call it. Let's call it control. I think that's fine. Let's call okay. this. A con- let's call this a controlled standard. Um, and yeah, go ahead and do that for me. Okay, that's two d six, four. A four. Okay. So let me think. So you uh, are are like kind of taking off in the water, activating your scanning equipment, seeing if you can uh, ascertain anything. Um, I'm going to start one last clock. Because I think that seems appropriate. Okay. Um, well, there might be a, there might be another clock, but we'll see. But uh, the work <laughs> go ahead and start one last clock. No promises. This is going to be. I think six is fine, and we're gonna pip it once for, uh, or I guess pip it twice for standard effect. Yes, pip it twice, and we are going to call this finding golden boy. Yeah. Okay. Aww. 
Okay. So, I'll mark that twice. You uh, activate your scans, and what you do find is you you decide to direct yourself east because, like, that's Arabella was headed that way. So you may as well see mm-hmm. uh, what you got yeah. going on. And you actually do like a uh, like a vehicle signature ping, right? Um, and you pick up. Uh, moving very quickly east of one that you would recognize as Arabella because it's mm-hmm. moving extremely quickly and is fairly small yeah. signature. There's a minute signature uh, somewhere in the direction of east. It's kind of hard to tell what it is. It's not like you wouldn't say it's mech size, but it's like there's enough, uh, you know, like energy output for it to pick up. You would also see there is some number of signals uh like and that signal is actually fairly near to the uh coast like uh you know oceanside cliff still like where you are now um but out out in the out in the water there is a kind of indeterminate number of like mixed intensity signals oh uh, in the water like not mm-hmm. underwater but like on this 2D radar map they would show as being in the water mm-hmm. okay um I think uh, hmm I think he's just go- he's just going to like relay all of this being like that little blip could have something to do with Golden Boy uh but the rest of these things I think we are going to have to we're going to have to do this quick Yeah um and I will say that um what I will do uh, for the consequence there is I'm going to advance your position to risky because you are going to now be, uh, anything you do now is going to be kind of, uh, as you move forward operating, uh, with the intent that you might run into one of these mystery signals. Let's yeah. Say. Makes sense. Okay. So with that out of the way, um, let's jump to, Obviously, we have to go to Giuseppe, trying to think of how the situation, where, where the situation is. Um, yeah, I think I know. I think I know what's up. Um, so, uh, y'all are in this, like, hover vehicle. And it uh, starts to, like, you know, lift off a bit. Like, it's going to, uh, like, enter into a launch and start to fly away. And it stops because there is a large thump on the top of the vehicle. Uh, and you are immediately aware that you are in some kind of danger. What is your immediate response? Uh, so there's a thump at the large vehicle. Okay, okay. Like, you're, you're in something yeah. that I would describe as being, like, the size of, like, somewhere between, like, a large car and a small boat. Uh-huh. You know? Like, it's it's a fairly, it's a, it's a, it's a relatively big vehicle, but not that big. And like you have the thump of, Oh, something, you know, something with a certain amount of mass or force did just land on the top of this vehicle. Okay. And I, I do not immediately know what it is. All right. Uh, so I'm thinking that I could, let me see. I have, I feel like the 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 most obvious thing to do would be like, and I'm in the passenger seat. I am not piloting this. Uh, my companion is piloting this, right? 
Yeah, and you actually look over, and she has, like, an interface on it that you would recognize as being, like, a psionic interface in the vein of, like, a like a more advanced Solarosan technology than the thing that you have. And it okay. looks like it has been grafted into this. It is not, like, a, a manufactured part of it. It was mm-hmm. added. Okay, uh, so I'm going to mark a gear. Sure, what is uh, it? And I'm going to mark... And I really playing more into Giuseppe's character, I think I'm going to mark a fine stun gun because mm. it, it, like as that being like the weapon that I brought on this mission and mm-hmm. not uh, perhaps not perhaps the most appropriate weapon for this scenario, but uh, is what I have. And I'm sure. going to is there like a hatch or something where I can go and see what's uh, fallen? it would be. Yeah. It would be uh, putting yourself out the passenger window like a car. Yeah, that was that. That's my idea. So, like, I like, I'll I'll, I'll like say something like, "I'll handle this," and like, yeah, do the thing, do the action hero thing of like, like, put my upper torso out of the uh, out of the car, gun first. I might even like pull the trigger even before I like. In the direction of like where the weight is, uh-huh. uh huh. As sure. I'm coming well, out, it, sound, it sounds like what you're doing thing. is a surprise attack, and then also hopefully during that you'll find out what the thing is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Basically. So with the fine stun gun position, let me think what I'm doing here. This is desperate. This is. I will give you standard effect because you're using a fine stun gun because there is a difference in tier happening here by a significant degree. Yeah. Um, And for the fluff for the listeners is that it is a well-made weapon meant to incapacitate but not kill a target using electricity. So it's like a future taser. It's a taser. (laughs) This is in in the kind of uh, 1980s retro future of uh this specific series it's probably just a taser like but it maybe, <laughs> it maybe looks cooler but it's probably yeah. just a taser um and so i'm also going to say this is probably a skirmish because you are battling at close range okie dokie so this uh, is a, a desperate standard skirmish 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 oh skirmish battle uh battle battle's struggle. the Struggle. 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 That's right. Yeah. Skirmish, Skirmish is, is the, blades in the dark. Yeah, it's it's okay. a, a yeah, yeah, it is a struggle. It. Okay. So Which I'm noticing you have zero dice on. Yeah, that's great. It's so great. And I have three stress left before I take another scar. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh Let's do it. Let's spend the, st- the stress. <laughs> okay, you are pushing. Just so that I don't have disadvantage. To, yeah, to make it one die. Yeah, instead okay. of take the lower of two. Okay. Okay. Come on, come on, dice maiden. You've liked me in the past. Please continue <laughs> to like me. No, no, not even a little oh. bit. Okay, I'm going to roll with the failures. I'm not taking collateral on this because it's desperate, and I don't want to see what else happens. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. I'm going... 
is this narratively appropriate yeah yeah oh, no. um okay one fear oh geez so <laughs> you whip out of the passenger side car stun gun towards the form that fell on and as you might uh, expect already it was the imposing figure in the black tactical armor with the giant rifle um the stun gun like goes in to a plate basically like and Mm -hmm. it just doesn't do anything it's lodged in this plate armor and what happens here is without a moment's hesitation this figure levels that giant gun at you and fires it fuck you are going to take a level four harm (gasps) and die unless you okay. spend stress to resist. Okay. Or do you have room can for I armor? Mark armor? Or you have or you or you can mark armor. Yeah, like could I just It's still be wearing... going to drop you to a to a level 3 harm unless you spend ed- stress to resist additionally. Okay. But you can uh you can just drop it to a level 3 with armor. Okay. Uh I'm going to spend my last two points in gear into armor. Yeah. Um, um this thing uh you realize this is probably like a slug of some kind like aka it's what what you'd fire out of a shotgun but instead of breaking into pellets it's just the cylinder Fuck. um and this hits your body armor and like you can feel like the body like if the body armor wasn't there you would be dead but this still like you like it is searing pain Okay. As this uh, slug goes into like your uh, like you know like proximity to collarbone, like pretty center mass shot. Yeah. Um, so you're going to mark a level three harm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is slugged. That seems appropriate to me. <laughs> yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, and so you now find yourself in this extremely desperate position, where uh, you are like reeling from this pain and this figure standing on the top of the vehicle is loading a second shot into this thing i'm going back in and rolling the window up (laughs) (laughs) Uh, are you you do need help are you going to spend stress to do that Uh, and hope that that's going to work or is it just something that you're doing with the understanding that is not going to significantly affect your position yeah, I don't think it's going to significantly affect... That's at least what Giuseppe's going to try to do. Yeah, I think you're very easily able to do that, um, despite yourself. But again, the it does occur to you that uh, there is a good chance that the ceiling of this car might not protect you from a second shot. Fuck. However, you are maybe buying yourself a moment's cover. We're jumping back to yeah. Red. Hey. Who is giving chase? Are you doing anything? Um, Aside from just going. Just, uh, let me look at something Because it occurs fast. to you again, like, you know, you know that Giuseppe probably went east. Mm-hmm. You have no idea where. Uh, well, boss gave me the, the generalized position of, you like, do, a small vehicle. You do know there is a small vehicle somewhere, and there mm-hmm. are several, uh, vehicles of varying sizes that are mm-hmm. also nearby so i guess you do have an idea of where giuseppe could be are right. you doing anything else as you kind of hone in on that 
Uh, I think what Bella is going to do... Because we could also just say, like, you're just gunning it and we could make this a maneuver yeah. or whatever. But, yeah. like, if you have other ideas, we can incorporate them. I think... Yeah, what Bella is going to do is, yeah, she's going to gun it and make it a maneuver, but specifically, she's going to uh, really push it and uh, take like a like a running leap to get like as much distance covered in as short a time as possible. Okay, um, let's call this controlled great. That seems appropriate okay. to me. Well, it's uh, it has to be controlled standard because uh, All right. less effect well, is filled. That's fine. Well, controlled standard. 2d6. Come on, baby. Four. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. And controlled is basically going to be um, you're doing this. You're gunning it. You are going as fast as possible. Uh, You're controlled standard. Let me think. Yeah. No. Okay. So what this is, and this is just going to be like the classic mixed success. You are gunning it as fast as you can using every trick you have in the book pissing you off because it is not going fast enough yeah you are you are doing everything you can to expedite this but you just you just wish you could double that speed but it is not happening uh we are instead as the consequence reducing the effect to limited and you are moving this by one okay uh pfeffer and or uh gabrielle uh what are either of you up to if unless if you're not just like giving chase also um Uh, let's see Obviously, Pfeffer is in a position where Pfeffer can do things. Gabrielle on the motorcycle. You definitely Mostly have the option just to be like, oh, I, I can see Volk. I'm going to follow Volk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably could have thought about that plan some more, but whatever. I'm on the motorcycle now, so let's... <laughs> so I mean, just, you, can, you, you can incorporate something else if you like to, but you have the option here to just be like, no, nah, I'm just going to follow Volk. I, I, follow I know Volk. where I'm going. The answer is I'm following Volk. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to follow Volk. All right. Um, Faf, are you up to anything, or are you just trying to get into possession? Yeah, um, let's see. You know what? I'm going to do another scan. This time, um... Ah, let's see. I could... Because, okay, because I figure now that I've done a general sweep, I could do a scan to, say, try and identify some of the signatures... Yeah, that's absolutely Done, right? something you could do. But I would probably have to focus on like either the inland one or the ocean ones. Yeah, that's a thing that you would have to do like one by one, basically. And it's either like the vehicle, you get an idea of the vehicle, and for the swarm, you figure if there's a bunch of them, like there's not any obvious signs of combat happening from them, and if they're in a big cluster, yeah. you figure that means they're probably related in some way. Okay. Um, Hi. The let's see so i'm thinking the others might have visual on the small one soon so there's that which means one maybe they'll figure it out first or two it's more important for them to be informed about that but like i'm so curious about the swarm i'm definitely gonna i'm scanning i'm scanning them okay um once again uh this is advanced to risky um we are going to call this uh standard effect and okay. this is going to be a scan. Okay, two d six. Oh god, it's two. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's play the risky standard, shall we? Oof. Um. 
Yeah, I like this actually. So there's going to be two consequences that happen here because it's going to be two controlled mm-hmm. ones. Um, the thing is, like, so you start pulling up, you start identifying to scan, like, as you are approaching into closer distance of these other, uh, this, like, group of vehicles, start to try and scan them for, uh, you know, identifying, uh, like, data tags and things like that. Mm-hmm. And as you're looking at it, like, you notice a moment too late, one of them has broken away and is gunning straight for you. And gotcha. as you realize this, um, you actually get like the uh, sort of like the being shooken, basically, uh, mm-hmm. in your giant mech, which isn't too big of a deal for most people. But like the yeah. feeling of a like mech scale like slug, like boring into somewhere oh, around shit. center mass. Like it just like it was fired out of something. And so you're okay. going to take a level one damage of a uh, shot, uh, okay. because, you know, pretty direct. And the other consequence is uh, that the action failed and the chance for that chosen action to work has passed. You are now okay. in too difficult a scenario to try and uh, do a detailed scan on something because you've. Been okay. There. All right, then. Um, damn. If I did know their faction, I could have done the, the friendly ID tags. Yeah, and this one that attacked you is within visual, but you don't like. It's it it's not flying colors per se. Like it's not like a like a spooky like black ops mech like you've encountered. It just seems like an unmarked mech. Hmm. Mm. Um. Uh. I do not want to get caught up in a, just a whole ass fight right now. <laughs> so I could, but, but I'm not really equipped to run away is the thing. Go under the ocean really, really deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm going to fire back specifically with my heavy cannon. Radical. Uh, tell me about your heavy cannon. Okay, it's only come up once, and I ne- I've never actually fired it yet. But it is, um, it's basically a like Gauss harpoon launcher. Cool. Uh huh. It's it pops up on the shoulder, and the idea is that it uses magnets to rotate a essentially a very large javelin, um, and then launch it at the target. And it's sort of like a relic of a time when more things worked on gears and the idea was that if you lodge that in an old timey mech it would just jam up enough but it also is just a thing with a lot of piercing power which is especially useful underwater i realize yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah so yes i'm i'm just going to do that um i do not know if this would be a battle or bombard but i, I have equal values in both so. Um, I would say in this instance, because of the weapon type and how you're using it, I would probably mm-hmm. call this a bombard. Okay. Um, because you are, uh, like, it is. It has hit you with something, but is like kind of keeping its distance, and you are not closing to engage with it. You are shooting it from where the fuck you are. Okay, and I'm going to tick my quirk amphibious locomotion to boost that. Radical. Okay, and so that is... And this is, uh, I believe I said it was a... I forget. It's a risky something. Risky standard question mark. Okay. Uh, well, you tagged... Uh, you're using... 
I use the cork you, to give myself an extra die. Well, you um, use the cork to give yourself an extra die. Um, well, the heavy cannon isn't isn't like themed; it's general. So I'll go ahead and just say it's uh, risky. Standard. It is designed for penetrating heavy armor, if that's relevant. Um, um in this instance, probably not. It's not remarkably okay. heavy yeah. armor compared to any other mech. Gotcha. All right then. Four. Four and a three. All right, so a four. Um, so let me think. Risky standard here. So I think the what's the consequences here so you harpoon this thing uh a just standard and i think mm-hmm. like i do think in this scenario like because this is only one only one vehicle of like a group of several this is mm-hmm. one of those things where like you launch the harpoon and we get like a shot of like the mech standing still and, like, the pilot internally just going, like, what the fuck is... And then it just gets pinned to the <laughs> cliff wall. <Yeah. laughs> it, it starts, like... And it's not like the... And, like, the, you miss, like, the cockpit. Like, it's, like, pinned by, like, the shoulder or something. But, like, it's flailing its arms around. Like, like, it, like it's trying to get loose. But it is, like, stuck <laughs> to the wall. Nice. Okay. Um, um, and the consequence here is... Well, unless you had something you want to say first. I was going to say... Actually, you know what? You give your thing first. Okay. The consequence that I'm going to give you here, because you have, let me think. (laughs) I am going to do two things. The first is that uh, I'm going to call this limited, because you have taken one mech out of commission, but you Mm -hmm. are realizing as you get get closer, that electronic signature, there's a lot of vehicles there. Yeah. And I am moving you to a worse position because okay. you're realizing more of these are are breaking off to gum get you now that okay. one of them has um, been taken out of commission. Uh, I think I think Pfeffer has got to make a hard call here, and it's he's he's going to radio one of the others like contact. I like I have to remove a Kraken from this situation, or like I can. I, th- I think he ju- he just trails off. He's basically saying he is like running away so that he does not like die and yeah. lose yeah. this sure. thing. But he's like he's like I can't I can't help you from where I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. Understood. Uh, in pursuit of Volt. Okay, yeah. and with that, he is going to uh, try and get away with from these things, possibly by diving. Yeah, I think we the shot that we get because this seems correct to me. The shot that we get is uh kraken like turning around going underwater and like being chased by these by these other unmarked mechs like to a point mm-hmm. and right. like there's a point at which like you are running you're running away you are <laughs> retreating uh, we have to be dignified here somewhat <laughs> you are retreating and at some point later you realize that they stop following you part way Mm-hmm. But they stay there and watch to see if you try to come back. Mm. But they are not. But they allow you to exfiltrate from the mission uh, in in further peace. Uh, you actually yeah. might actually see one of them flying over to the one that's on the wall, trying to get the the harpoon <laughs> out. Uh, so yeah, and we'll leave that there. Jumping back to Giuseppe. Ha <laughs> ha. Because this is we, I I am somehow finding a way to make this take longer than I originally thought it would, but that's fine. Uh-huh. It's a climactic okay. episode, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so jumping back to Giuseppe, you have just been shot. Uh-huh. Um, 
you do feel, you know, like that that shot hit you bad despite the armor. Uh you are in a tremendous amount of pain. You think that Rana, while she's trying to get this while she's getting this vehicle moving rather success she successfully just takes some time. But she is like trying to talk to you and like but you're having difficulty like you're you're like a little you're like literally shell shocked like you're having yeah. some difficulty processing the the sounds that she is making at you mm-hmm. um and that's when uh the thump happens again but this time you see it because that figure has just jumped on what is effectively the hood of this car mm. uh to make sure that presumably whoever it is can see what they're aiming at and they see you and despite the fact that Rana is activating the vehicle and it's actually beginning to start moving, takes aim at you again. Uh-oh. What uh, are you doing? I kind of think at this point Giuseppe is going to get into a fetal position and try to get like under the dashboard of the car. Sure, just get out of the way. Yeah, just yeah. get out of the way <laughs> and like I'm going to be trying to listen, like actively trying to listen but like you said i am shell-shocked it probably was pretty loud so there's probably ears my ears are probably oh yeah your ears are ringing and so i'm just going to like assume like trauma position of just like going into curl up into a fetal position in a ball and get under like in like under the dashboard (laughs) basically onto the floor of the vehicle the bad situation Um, yeah yeah um i think i don't think that's a role i think that can just happen um you do that and like again another shot just like tears through the window and like right through the seat you were in as you like basically like slide under the glove box you hear the figure curse loading a bullet and have a sinking feeling as you recognize a voice. Oh no. One you haven't heard for a very long time, and one some part of you expected never to hear again. <gasps> Fuck. Rana's yelling something, but it doesn't matter. You can't hear what she's yelling. What is Giuseppe doing in this moment of, of pain and fear? And I, recollection. Think, I think Giuseppe's in denial at right right now and is just like, nope, made that up. That that was just my brain making weird decisions. And like, it, it, since I'm in a need help, I can't really take any actions, right? You can take actions. However, there are two things. Yeah. First is that someone would have to help you, which I mean, you're here with Rana. If you say, I'm going to do something, help me. And it makes sense to her to help you, uh, or she's able to. Uh, she could. The other is that you push yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which would require spending stress. Okay. I think I might, uh, while Rana is doing things, I might just like. You can tell me if this is like not possible for lenses. Which is what the scions are called in this in this universe, mm-hmm. kind of. But yeah. like, there might just be like a moment of just, uh, I might grab one of her hands, like as it's like I don't know, going to the gear shift or whatever, and like 
stand up and say nor like with my like face right there and try and leech some of the psionic power to make it like work more work harder <laughs> like make what to, work to, harder I, I i kind of want to penetrate this person's mental defenses okay interesting uh are you it also are you assuming that she is helping you with this yes i'm assuming that she's going to help me with it but it's possible that she's just like what the fuck <laughs> okay let's call this this is a sway because you're attempting to manipulate someone's emotions yeah um this is desperate I will say this is, I will give you, hmm, I think this will be great. I will give you desperate great for this. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to bank on my pretty face and also dice maiden. <laughs> Dice Maiden cannot be trusted. Dice Maiden, Dice Maiden is a duplicitous creature. Oh, oh my I god! I take it back, Dice Maiden. I Ooh. take it back. There's... I have a very pretty face. <laughs> so there is, and I think this is what we get here. Um, you you say this name, and this figure, you know, who has loaded this this rifle you know leveled it at you there you see just the flinch a moment's hesitation and it is all that rana needs to slam the gas on this thing uh zero to 60 in two seconds uh and send this figure rolling off the back of the vehicle uh before you have a chance to get a response out of them or get shot by them uh but you are at this point, looking like you could feel it, right? Mm -hmm. The moment of hesitation, the acknowledgement. And you didn't know that Nor would ever be here again, nor that Nor would be trying to end a life that you thought was only yours and turns out that they're still here. Mm -hmm. You don't know what it is they want. Or why they want it. And you look at Rana, who is like hyperventilating just a bit, <laughs> and you look out at the uh at the sky in front of you, light grey still from inclement weather, among other things, and it being fairly early in the morning. And you know that it will be possible if not right now, in this moment of pain and confusion, to find who is responsible for all of your pain and to punish them. And we see, as Volk uh, approaches this scene, that uh, Red, you do notice, uh, flying away is a small uh, uh, aeroship of some kind, a personal transport, perhaps, mm -hmm. Uh, flying away at a clip, you could try to catch it if you wanted to. But you're not sure where it's going. Right. What are you doing? 
Oh god. Uh, I don't know if I could even cuz it it's flying. Um I believe Volt can fly. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm I'm not trying to encourage you one way or the other, but no, it's no. not it, you are not limited in your options yeah, here. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm just I, I'm just thinking. Uh I think Red like gets to this field and is like watching this thing fly away. Uh and is probably starting to get a little delirious from blood loss. Yeah. Uh, and notices this uh I assume this this black figure uh fall- falling maybe? Um at or are this they just point gone? I think at this point what you see is you notice there is an imprint in the snow oh, of gee, like a person okay. who had landed there <laughs> and nothing else. Uh so she radios uh boss and says uh i've got visual on where i think giuseppe is you want me to go after after him boss boss is like retreating already feels bad about that um like he stops and processes this and like says i think he's just going to ask do you think he's being taken against his will And, uh, yeah, Red kind of sits there and is, like, still has eyes on this thing and just, like, slumps back in her seat and thinks of, uh, the initial impulse of, of Giuseppe saying that he's fine and, uh, closes her eyes and just goes, fuck. No, no, I think he bailed on us. Then let's head back to base. At the last, we begin our solemn retreat with a a mission that has gone just about as poorly as a mission could go, with everyone still coming back home, save one. And all things considered, at the very least, Red, you do feel, despite your trepidations, the sensation of the knife at your back is gone, Mm -hmm. for now. And you feel comfortable at least knowing that wherever Giuseppe is going they are going there with eyes open towards the future mm. and that is where we are going to leave this block of beam saber <laughs> I don't know what we are doing next time but I hope you all will join us for it uh, and I just wanted to say again since uh, our darling Fern is not going to be uh, joining us for the foreseeable future that I am really glad that we were able to, you know, have a climactic final uh, thing for 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 Giuseppe, and mm-hmm. I'm and how glad I am that you've been with us on this uh, colossal journey of yeah. who knows what the fuck. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I um, wish the situation was different. But it's uh, yeah. but I'm glad to 
have left this at a really exciting note and i'm and i honestly like i'm glad that giuseppe made it out alive because mm-hmm. yes. like, it was uh, giuseppe <laughs> yeah. dying was on the table <laughs> just so everyone knows Giuseppe dying yeah. was on the table to, to part the curtain for listeners in a moment of final tension relief one of the things that came up in DMs while Fern and I were talking about this is Fern's like just to let you know I am okay with this getting very angsty if that's the way it decides <laughs> yeah. and, and my approach was largely just to see we'll see we'll see how the fucking dice happen yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens here I'm, I'm not pre-planning anything incredible so. that then that, that that six happened when it happened oh yes oh, my yeah. Definitely. amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that one was all up to to whatever uh deities one happens to uh pray to yeah that was, that, was, that was giuseppe's pretty face i'm just gonna say yeah, giuseppe's that pretty they, they spent the extra animation budget on this episode rendering yeah. some like really gorgeous like rotoscoped face animation yeah sure. like God. eye sparkles we got uh, james baxter for this one hair. God. God. well Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, Thank you for the drama. Thank you for yes. the drama and Great. for the tension. That was awesome. And, and we and, will and, miss and, you terribly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and thank you all for playing with me. Mm-hmm. And thank you all the listeners for joining us. Um this is going to be the end of the Beam Saber block for the time being. We will probably come back to it at some point. Mm-hmm. But for now, uh Look forward to seeing what we do next. And I hope that I will be seeing you next time on the same Big Gay Nerds time and the same Big Gay Nerds channel. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hellblood Hands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Ferdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at biggaynerdscast on Twitter and just biggaynerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you just want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.